point. Okay, welcome back to, to Sunday Night Navi. Navi, as always, is brought to you in conjunction with the Weiss Entertainment Network from the studios of Merkaz Yisrael and Marine Park. Um, tonight's year is the ongoing series. titled Prophetic Vision in the 21st Century, The Message of Nevi'im Rishonim, the Story of the Book of Shoftim. The series will focus on Shmuel Hanavi, the author of the Book of Shoftim, sent us many messages for our times. The series is dedicated to Zecha Nishmas, Rav Yerachmiel ben Aaron Meir. Tonight's year will also be said, B'schus Rafua Shlema, Henechana, Fas Penina Yochavet, Alta Shmuel ben Chavaleya, and um, uh, Mendel Ben Chaya, they should all have refuah. They should all have refuah shalema. Okay, um, we we were discussing the story of Yiftach, and what what we're going to see, we're we're in Perak, uh, we're in Perak uh, Yud Aleph. We're 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 in Perak, we're in Perak Yud Aleph. And we were discussing the story of Yiftach. So we spoke last time. Uh, before we had a little break for Hanukkah, how Yiftah was a, uh, his lineage was not 100%. He was a, he was a son of a Pelegish, uh, and his family incorrectly paskin that he's not entitled to Yerusha. And that was not a, that was not correct because um, although he was a son of a Pelegish, but, it, but it was, his father was, his father was known for sure, who, it was definitely his father. Uh, they did a DNA test, and, and they knew it was definitely um, his father. So it was incorrect that they casted him away, and he wasn't entitled to Yerusha. He 100% was entitled to Yerusha. He was his son. Uh, anyway, eventually, he, he's forced out of the house. He moves away, and Amon comes. And everyone knew that, that, that they needed uh, military leadership, and they knew that Yiftach was the man. So the Zakanim. Came to Yiftach and and they asked him uh, to be the leader. Um, and they they acted like that all of a sudden they were his friend when in fact they were complicit in his um, in his um, harem, in his uh, in, in his expulsion. And, and, and Yiftach understood, which I, I think a little bit speaks to the greatness of Yiftach. That Yiftach understood his role. He understood that he had to step into that role. But what he what he didn't appreciate was the attitude of the people that were coming to tell him, and, and, and he said to them, he said, "Let's be honest. You guys don't like me. You you you're just in a you're in a pickle, and, and Amon <laughs> is threatening. Amon is threatening to attack, and and you need me to. And I'm the only one that you know can be the leader. Because um, because what they said to him, they said that, that if you fight, you'll be our leader. And Yiftach says, if I go and fight for you, and I and I and I win the war, I, I'm definitely your, the leader. I'm definitely to be to be the head of the of the people. So anyway, so 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 the, so the Novi paints this picture of tension between Yiftach and and the people of of Gilad because because of his expulsion, and and Yiftach's understood. Understood their role on in 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 agreeing with the family, defending the family, and not standing up for him, even though even though what had happened really was not a, a uh, was a miscarriage of justice. So that so that so that's what happened. But the bottom line was, um, uh, uh, so the uh, the last thing that we had said was 
that um, Yiftach uh, came to a place called Mitzpah. Um, so Mitzpah was a place where Am Yisrael had gathered. And, and uh, one of the things that uh, Rashi had pointed out is that when there's a large gathering uh, of Am Yisrael, Hashem's presence rests upon them. Rashi says, Hashkina Shura Arot Sibor. And the other thing the Radak points out was that mit- Mitzvah um, could have been his home or, or, or it could have been a place since Yehoshua had gathered Am Yisrael there and it was a place where they went and they defeated the enemy. So it became designated as a, as a great place. Uh, the end of the Radak says, because of the great uh, salvation that had taken place there, there was once designated as a place of, of salvation. So now that became like the place where we go to Davin, because, you know, that, that became the quote unquote, the Kevarocha a little bit uh, of, of its time. Um, uh, the Gemara says in Brachos that, that Haroa Makom Shinase Bones Omer Borok Shaosolines Bomakomaza. That if a person passes by a place where a miracle happened to him, that he's supposed to say a brocha, thanking Hashem that, that a miracle happened to me um, in this place. That was uh, the Medrash brings down that when they went to bury Yaakov, it's coming up in uh, two, two weeks from now, when they went to bury Yaakov in Marasamachpela, so it says that Yosef went by the place where he was thrown in the pit and he said the bracha, Baruch Shehosolinis, and that's when the brothers started to get nervous about their relationship with Yosef in the post-Yakov era and thought that there might be dire, dire consequences to them. There is a long discussion in the Medrash that Yosef really never really forgave them and therefore they were punished. There's a, there's a, not for now, it's a Torah here. But anyway, but, but, that, but that's the idea of mitzpah, that it was a, it was a makom shana sebones. It was the place where in the time of Yoshua, Am Yisrael gathered and they went on to a great victory. So that became the place to gather to Davin. And that was the place that they went, they went to to um to establish to establish themselves as 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 a place where they would where they can go and they could talk to Hashem and they could begin their preparation for the battle. So that's why they went to Mitzvah. We're up to Pasuk Gidbet. It's the last word on page 184 if you're in the art scroll, or if not, it's Perakid al Pasuk Yudbet. So let's watch this. Watch Yiftach's response. And it's really an amazing story. So we spoke a little bit about this at the end last time, but I want to talk about it more in detail. Yiftach sends uh, messengers to the king of Amon. This is what he says. He says, basically, he says to him, "What's your problem? Like, what, what are you, what, are, what are you fighting over? Why are you coming to attack us? Why are you bothering us? What do I have against you?" Writes the Misudat David, Ratzolomar, Maha Eva, Vahasina Shebeninu. Where's this hatred coming from? What, what do we ever, what do we ever do to you? What, what, what do we deserve this? Mali Alecha, Mali Alai. What do I have against you? And what do you have against me? So, so Mr. David points out the reason why he speaks in singular because he was the leader. So since he's the leader, so he represents the uh, all all of all of the Jewish people. 
So, so Yiftak said, I, I don't understand uh, this whole battle. What's the, why are you coming to bother? What, what, what do we ever do? There's never been any problems uh, between us. So he says, The king of Ammon said to the, to the messengers of Yiftak, The Jewish people took my land. When, when I came out of Mitzrayim, he said, they took the land from Arnon to Yabok to the Arden, which belonged to me. And now I want it back. I, I really, I want it back. Really, it's really an incredible, it's an incredible story. So I just want to, I just want to point out the, uh, I think it's, it's important, you know, the first Rashi of Chumash. Right? So, as the counter argument, we could discuss, uh, you know, exactly what that really means. Amar Rabbi Yitzchak, the famous Rashi. The Torah really should have begun with the first mitzvah. It should have began with the mitzvah of Rosh Chodesh, Parshas Bo, which was the first mitzvah that was commanded to the Jewish people as an as as uh, as a uh, as, as an entity, so that that was uh, so that was the so that was the um, Rashi's question. Umatam pasak bebreishis. Why does he begin with breishis? Mishum koach maasav higiliamo. The strength of his action he told to his people. La seis lehem nachlas koyim to give us the uh, the share of the nations. Sheim yomru umosa olam the Yisraelis tematem that if the umosa olam if the the other nations of the world will say to us that we are thieves shekavashem artsol shiva goyim that we have taken the land of the shiva goyim heim omrim lahem kol aaretz shalakodesh baruchuhi we we our response is is um well you know. It, the land belongs to a Kaddish Brogel, who borov and Asan Lashe Yashabainam, Rasana Nitlam, Rasana Nitlam, and Asalanam. Kaddish Brogel decides who gets the land. He gives it to who he wants, he gives it to who he desires, and no one has the right to say anything else. So I, I think I spoke about this, Parshas Parishas, that, okay, that's the answer. We go to the UN and we say, it's a Mephorsha Rashi, and Chomish Rashi says, the land of Israel belongs to us. Well, well you know, what, what, what's your problem? So it's so obviously, <laughs> it would be that simple. It would, it would be really great. Um, the, the, the answer is it's, it's to us because all this negative rhetoric, so we begin to think, we, we, wait a second, maybe, maybe we did do something wrong. And, and, and Ra, Rashi, the first Rashi and Chumash, Rashi is telling us, before you even read this book, know that the land belongs to a Kodesh Baruch and he decides who lives where. Not the UN, not the Arab leagues, not, the, not any of these people. So in case you have any doubt about our validity in Eretz Yisrael, Rashi says, Chumash begins, Barashas Baruch at the beginning. So it's, it's, in, it's fascinating that the king of Ammon says, you took my land. It took now the problem is, and 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 we're gonna go we're gonna get into this, uh, and Yiftat responds with a tremendous history lesson. The problem is that it's not true anyway, 
because we weren't we weren't allowed to take the lands of Ammon and Moab that was promised to the descendants of Lot. So we never attacked the lands of Ammon and Moab. Uh, we, we wanted to pass through the land and, and the, the Torah and Parshas of the Chukas says that Moshe said to messenger to the king of Moab and the king of Ammon, can we pass through the land? And, and they refused, uh, right? And they refused, they didn't let us and they wouldn't give us uh, even water or drink, right? So that's the famous uh, uh, Gemara and Yubama says, uh, you know, says that an Amon and a Moabite can't become, if they convert to Judaism, it's a misinterpretation of the Pasuk. Some people say it means they can't convert. That is not correct. Any person who's any person who truly has a desire to, to live a way of Torah, we do allow them to convert. Problem is, if you come from Amon or Moab, you're not allowed to marry a regular Jewish girl. Uh, they can't they can't marry in, into the kahal. Uh, the Gemara in Brachas tells the story of Yehuda Ger Amoni. There was a machlokus in the Gemara whether he was allowed to marry the the into the kahal because he was a called the Ger Amoni. So the Gemara says that Sancheirav came and mixed up all the people, so he's not really an, an, an Ammonite, so he can marry whoever whoever he wants. Anyway, so you have so you have that. But, but the bottom line was we weren't allowed to pass through their land. Uh, we, so we weren't allowed to, to take their land. So what, what, so what, was, he, what was he talking about? And, and, and the Navi goes on further. So Yiftach sends another set of messengers. What are you talking about? He says, this is what Yiftach said. Lo lakach Yisrael es Eretz Moab we did not touch the lands of Moab. We did not touch the lands of of Ammon. Right, right. We, right. All, 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 all the all the Arabs that ran out in in, in forty eight because the because the Arab leaders told them that that, that we, they're going to push the Jews into the sea and they're going to have all, all their land. So now 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 they wake up and they say we took their land. We didn't take your land. You left. It's amazing. It's amazing. And that's what Yiftach says. He says, what are you talking about? We didn't touch you. And he goes on to explain. And he goes on to explain. He says, he says uh, the following. That when we came out of Mitzrayim, we came to Yamsuf. Um, so interesting, um, the uh, Radak points out that he responded um, with Moab more than Amma. Why did he tell him about Moab? Radak asked the question, why does he even mention Moab? That, that wasn't the issue. His issue was Amma, because he was an Ammonite. Because he specifically mentioned the land from our known to Yabok. He says, the land that you're referring to is not even your land. It was Moab's land. And the king of Emory, this, this is a very important historic uh, concept here. Rabbi Wine points this out in, uh, in his discussion of things in Chumash. The king of Amori took it from Moab. Right? So, 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 
Rabbi Wine, Rabbi Wine asked the question, Rabbi Berline asked the question. He says, why does the Torah tell us about all this movement in the, the four and the five kings and then and, and Parshas Tavarim? It gives us a Vahamonim, Karulahem, Zamzumim. Why does the Torah tell us all this story? Who, who, who cares about that? This nation came and that nation came and this one was moving and they used to be called this and then the, the Amim came and, and uh, there was another nation that sat there before. And uh, it, it, why do I care about the story? Why, why is that important? Uh, and the answer is because there are certain lands that we weren't allowed to attack. We weren't allowed to attack Ammon and Moab because those were the descendants of Lot, and that was the that was the uh, protection of Lot's descendants because he, when they went to Mitzrayim, and, and Abram said that, that Sarah is his sister, that Lot went along, and Lot didn't uh, reveal, give away anything. So, uh, so Lot's descendants were protected. So we were told we can't ca capture Ammon and Moab. The other place that we weren't allowed to capture is Edom, right? Which Edom was given to Esau's descendants, right? Now, but what happens if somebody comes and pushes out Edom, Ammon, and Moab? Uh, is it a din in the land or is it a din in the people? The answer is, it's a din in the people. If the MORE come in and push out Ammon and Moab, so, and this is exactly what Yiftat was saying to me. He says, what are you talking about? We never touched you. You, you're talking about the land of Arnon Adyabot, which belonged to Moab originally. But the Amori, the Amorites came in and they pushed you out. So now that they pushed you out, you have no claim. That's it. That, that, what, what are you arguing? What are you telling? What are you saying? We do anything wrong. Lo, again, he says, Yisrael lo me Moab, lo We didn't take anything that belonged to you. This, these lands didn't even belong to you. These, these, we, we, we attacked the Emma. We took it from the Emory. From Emory. So that's what he said. And Vayishlach Yisrael Malachim. And Yiftak gives a little history lesson to the king of Ammon. Vayishlach Yisrael Malachim El Melech Edom Limor. Ebrana Be'artsecha. Let us pass through the land. V'lo Shema Melech Edom. V'gam El Melech Moab. Shalach V'lo so the king of Moab and the king of Edom, they didn't let us pass through the land, and okay, we didn't come. He says, not only because of your people who refused to let us pass through the land, we had to take a circuitous route. We went around your land and we never came in. We never even, we never crossed the border. We never entered your land. Uh, you didn't want us. We, we, we accepted that. And, and and that was it, and and it was a little more challenging for us because we had to go, we had to go, we had to take the back roads instead of going through the main highway. But nonetheless, we were willing to do that. So he says, I, I, I don't, I, I don't really understand, you know, what 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 your problem really is, and and it's hard to understand, um, you know, why what what you're saying. How are you saying that we took your land? We never touched your land. We never. We not, we not, we never took your land. Didn't it did not happen, and, and that's that, and and that's that's what's shocking. This is the story of our history, right? Not it's not 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 only did the the, the refugee problem in, in in Israel was created by the Arabs themselves because they ran away, because they were you know, but it was more it was more than that. You know, their claim that uh, first of all our land, first of all we were given 
certainly in the partition plan, we were given part of Israel by the whole world. The United Nations gave it to us. So that, 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 that's no question. But Lamaisa, you know, for, and secondly, in 67, uh, they, you know, they were out to wipe us off the map. Okay, uh, so Israel was smarter than you and, and, and pushed you off the map. And, and uh, you know, you got, you got upset by that. Um, but the truth is, and the famous story of, of Moshe, Day, uh, Moshe Dayan, Moshe Dayan said on June, uh, whatever it was, 12th or June 13th um, in 67, I'm sitting and waiting at the phone. And, and I, I, mean, I doubt they would have given back the hotel and, and the old city, but they would have given almost all of it back. And, and, and Moshe Dayan said, I'm ready to make peace. And, and uh, instead, uh, uh, there, was a, there was an ambassador uh, that was sent to, to negotiate. His name was Bunch. I think that was his name. He lived in Kew Gardens, actually. Um, he went, uh, and you know, and, and that's when they came up with the three no's, right? No, no recognition, no negotiations. Uh, you know, no, you know, no peace. You know, and, and I think, I think that's, I think that's very, very, that's very, very significant. That, that that's very, very significant. That you know, that's a repeating story. That you know, you left, you left. And now you're claiming it's yours? Doesn't work that way. You came and you were, you were ready to attack us. So we, we beat you to we beat you to the punch and, and we pushed you out. And now you now you say, but 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 worse, but even more than that, if you look at Eretz Israel, what was in these places? Nothing. There's nothing there. They took uh, they took the Gaza, you know, uh, you know, the what they call the Shtachim and what they call the West Bank, whatever word you want to use. What was there? Nothing. Nothing. Yeah. Sand, um, you, you know, you, you know, how, how much time did Israel Israel spend, uh, you know, in the early fifties, um, draining the swamps to to get rid of all the malaria so they can build so people will, uh, won't get sick, uh, you know. Uh, it, so and eventually, eventually, when, when when there was no 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 negotiation, you know, when we took this attitude, well, you took our land. No, we didn't take your land. You 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 left. Um, you, you know. So that's when they started to build, and, and, and now that they built, it, too, now it's too bad, you know. And if you, and you can't make a claim that it's your land because because we, you were pushed out, you know, you 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 were ready to destroy us, and we fought back, and you know. But it's in the, it's it's just it's amazing when I when I read this. It happens to be the Haftorah of the Parshas Kukas, uh, I think. Uh, um, I, I I just I read the story and I say, wow, nothing has changed. <laughs> no, it's this constant. Um, you, you know, you know, if you look at the, if you look at the world today, you look at all the Arab countries that have, that have made that have opened up uh, a relationship with, with Israel. Uh, good morning, America. It's about time they woke up. But, 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 yeah, well, but, but uh, it, it's just amazing that this lack of perspective, and 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 you know, you know what really what all these these Arab nations are saying is that we don't, but you know. We've had enough of the Palestinians. Like they're, they're, they've had so many opportunities to, to. Have, I mean, could you imagine if they would have negotiated a, a, a real peace? Uh, what, what Gaza City would look like today? It would look. It would be a thriving metropolis. It would be. Uh, there would be schools and hospitals and businesses and and everybody would be happy. And 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 Israel would have helped them. Uh, they still, it still can happen. It's not too late. But you know, as Rabbi Wine points out, after every war. If they just would have said, okay, they would have been a lot better off than, 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 they, than they are today. Well, we're not sure if that would, they had to go to referendum. We're not so sure if that would have gone. gone. Uh, I think it was 94%. Uh, 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, it was it's unbelievable. Uh, listen, you know, like it or not, they gave back the land to Egypt, but for the most part, it's been a maybe not the most friendliest peace in the world, but it's certainly been okay. Uh, I mean, you know, and, and certainly even with the you know the Gaza tunnels, Egypt doesn't want those Gaza tunnels either, and they've been and they've been helpful. And a lot of times when they when, when they're shooting missiles, Egypt gets involved and and and, and uh, you know gets them to stop shooting. So, you know, so whatever it was worth, it's certainly, it's certainly, you know, Sadat really uh, unfortunately lost his life because, because he, he came to, to Yerushalayim. It was a famous scene where, you know, a golden mayor says, you know, I only have one question. What took you so long? You know, when he comes to, to the Knesset and he comes to speak in the, uh, you know, it's just, uh, it's an amazing story. It's, it's just, it starts in the Novi. It, it goes all the way back. It's never changed. You're going to have the Plishtim and you're going to have, and you're going to have all these other people who are trying to claim land and the mice. Uh, look, look in by Nehemiah when he rebuilds the second base of Migdash. All those nations, they, 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 they cause such trouble uh, to the point. So in the first stage, they caused so much trouble that the king of Persia made them stop building. And it was only when, when uh, Daryavesh, who many people say was Esther's son, uh, let them finish building the base of Mir. But it's the famous image uh, um, of Nehemiah with the sword in one hand and the chisel in the other hand. That they had to build with one hand and they had to defend off the enemies with the other hand. It's just a recurring story. And, and Yiftach says, but you're making up the story. This is not true, the story. And he, tell, he goes on and he says, he tells him, so he tells him how we, you know, we, uh, I'm in Pasuk Yilchet. So he tells him how we, you know, we circle, where we went to the east, so he tells him, you want to know the lands we did capture? It wasn't yours. It wasn't Moab. It was Cheshbon. And even, but even then, who we had the right to capture their land, even they, we offered uh, uh, some, you know, conciliatory um, process. It's interesting, interesting term that the Novi. Uh, uses with low hemming, they didn't trust, right? That that's that's the biggest problem with uh, you know with the Arabs. The Arabs don't trust the don't trust anything. You know, like, like they don't even have trust in themselves. Um, and and it says So he says, "You want to know the war we did have? We had it with Sichon." Yiftach tells them, he says, wasn't your land? He said, you're talking about Yabok and Arnon? That didn't belong to you. That was in the hands of Sichon. That was in the hands of the Amori. What, what are you talking about? Like you're, make, you're, making, up, you're making up a story that, that that was your land. It wasn't your land. The Atah. Hashem alokei Yisrael horish Yisrael morei b'pnei amo Yisrael v'ata tirashena. He said Hashem drove out the Amori to give it to us, and now you think that 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 you know that it should that it should go it should go to you. He said you know absolutely absolutely not. Hello, Eis Hashem yorishcha 
says, he says, if your God, Kemosh, is going to give you land, you'll get land. Whatever Hashem gives us, we will have a reminiscent of the first Rashi on Chomish that God runs the world, not you. And, and, and your story is, is false. Your story is a big lie. And it's just, give me a break. Like, like I don't understand why you would, you would pick a fight with us because you really, it's not your place. It's not your place. And even, even the land that you're actually claiming isn't even your land anyway, because it belonged to Moab. But, but it didn't belong to Moab because the, the Emory came in and pushed them out. He says, I don't understand the whole story. A Kodesh Baruch was in charge, not you. The Ata, Hatov Tov Ata, the Balak Ben Sipor Melach Moab. So he said to him, now, you're, are you any better than Balak Ben Sipor? Harov Rav in Israel, in Nilcham Nilcham Bam, right? Uh, uh, Balak ben Sipor also was looking to make a war against them. Now, why does he mention Balak? Because Balak was Moab. Moab was not attacked. And, and Balak still looked to, looked, to, looked to start off. But Balak also had no right to, to cause trouble. Uh, although we could argue he was nervous, he was, he was afraid. That's why, Mo, that's why they weren't punished and Midjan was. But he said, you got this story wrong, man. Now, here's the ultimate Palestinian question. He said, the Amorites were in this land how long? 300 years. Look at Rashi. Rashi, by the way, Rashi loves math. There's so many places in Chumash where Rashi likes to give you the the, the calculations. So he, look at this Rashi. It's a long Rashi. Shalosh Meoshana. It's a Rashi Chafal. Mishikovshu Esaores Bimei Yoshua Ad Yifta. From the time they captured the land, from the time of Yoshua until Yifta. Mikan Yeshlamod Shinos Hashoftim Haniskarim Adhena. From here we can figure out the Cheshbon, how long the period of the Shoftim was up to this point. He says, and figure out based on if the years of the uh, of the um, subservient uh, nation is included in the years of the Shofet. He says, Yahushua was the leader for 28 years. And he says, but we don't really know. We don't really know that. <laughs> he says, it, it, it turns out it was 28 years, but there's no pasuk that says that. There's no concrete. But based on the based on the numbers, it, it turns out that he, if you subtract and you go backwards, you find out he was 28 years. Asniel Arbaim Shana. Asniel was the judge uh, for 40 years. Vishnei Shibu Shalkushan Rishasayim and Kushan Rishasayim Bichlalam was included in those 40 years. Acharav Ehud Shmonim Shana. Uh, Shmon, uh, Ehud was for 80 years. And the 18 years of Eglon is included in the 80 years. So you have 148 years. You have 188 years. 
אחריו שבע שנים של שיבוד מידג'ן, וארבעים של גדעון, ושלוש של אבימלה, הרי מסעים שלוש ושמונים שנה, אחריו עשרים ושלוש של טולה, ושם עשרים ושתיים של יוער, אלה שאל עשר שנה ושניים, ושמונה עשרה של בני עמון, עד שלא בא יפתח הרי שלוש שנה. You put all the years together, it's 300 years. So wait a second. Yiftach says, I don't understand. You're upset against us? And Mo recaptured the land over 300 years ago. Did you make an effort? Did you make it? That's right. Did you, did you make any effort to get it back? He said, he said, he said what's your problem? <laughs> the Arabs were in control of Israel for 800 years. Did anyone build a Palestinian state? Did anyone think to build a state? Did anyone think to... Listen, from a, from a Ruchniyah's perspective, the morale says only Jewish people can build Eretz Yisrael. Okay, we know that. Okay. But Lemaissa, what did they do? 800 years they were there. Okay, a little less than the British came. But basically eight centuries that the Ottoman Turks were there. And that's what Yiftak said to, to him. He says, he says, now you're questioning? Where have you been for the last 300 years? <laughs> it's amazing. I, I, I find just yeah. Anyway, so that's that, that's what he says. Um, he says in all that time you, you didn't wake up, but now that but once but once the Jewish people hit the headlines, oh wait, no, we can't let that happen, right? As long as, as someone else is doing it, it's okay, right? Right? It can be uh it can be a Holocaust in 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 you know in, in, in all these places in Africa and and and. and Asia, you know, people could be killed right and left, you know, the com communists could kill 50 million people, uh, uh, you know, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter, you know, nobody says a word about that. One, uh, one, one Israeli soldier shoots a Palestinian, it becomes, uh, uh, you know, a condemnation in the UN. So that's what, and that's what Yiftaf said to him. He said, he said, what, what's your problem? He said, for 300 years, this land has been in the hands of the Amori, you know, you, you know since then, you know, what, what have you done? You, know, you, ne you never said a word. Anyway. He said, I've done nothing wrong to you, and yet you'll fight me. Let Hashem be the judge. Hashem, Hashem, who is the judge of the whole land, he's going to judge. And he's going to determine who's right and who's wrong. And 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 you know now, now we're going to get into the most controversial part of of Yifta. I don't know if we'll finish it tonight, but we'll we'll certainly start it. So it says the spirit of Hashem um, uh, came upon him, and Sudat David says that meant courage, ruach gvura, a spirit of strength. May Hashem the omet and courage, right? And uh, ever see the it was just on television, the Wizard of Oz, right? He gave him the he gave the lion the courage, right? The spirit of Hashem. Hashem gave the Hashem gave Giftah courage, uh, and 
and Vayavor Gilad, Menashe, Vayavor Gilad, and he passed over Mitzpeh Gilad, um, and Avar Bnei Amon, and he passed to Amon to, to fight to fight with them. Vayidar, now, in one of the most controversial few psukim of this whole Sefer is about to happen. Vayidar Yiftak Neder Lashem Vayomar. It's also, by the way, the most un, not understandable part of this Sefer. Uh, it says, Yiftak made a Neder Vayomar. If I am victorious against Bnei Amon, he says, He says, whatever comes out of my house, that will be shuvi b'shalom with Bnei Amon, if I come back in peace, he says, and I, I, whatever comes out of my house, I will offer as a korban to Hashem. Um, very controversial statement. Um, because number one, uh, now, uh, and, and we're going to see there is an opinion that says that he only meant animals, that only the animal. We're going to, I think, Arish Lakish uh, held that way in the Medrash. But uh, very, uh, how do you say something like this? How do you say whatever comes out of my house? Say, I'll give a korban. Say, I won't. Right. Say, yeah, well, that's what happened. His daughter. Um, so, you know, say, uh, you know, um, in the Torah, when they went to fight the Kanani, who the Medrash says was Amalek, um, it says they, they said uh, that they won't take any of the possessions, that the, the, that whatever they take from the enemy, they're going to give it as a hegdish. It's going to be, they're not going to take any of it for themselves. Okay, that's a, that's a legitimate uh, statement. It's a very controversial statement here. Um, but what's more controversial is to understand exactly what did he mean? Um, it said, and it says, and he says, "Vahayala Hashem." So, what does it mean, "Vahayala Hashem"? It'll be for Hashem, "Vahalisiu Allah," and I'll make it a korban. If I'm making it a korban, isn't it to Hashem? So, what? It's two different. Ah, uh, so so the Masudat of it says, "Ratzaloma im yiyad davar she'en roi lahalos la'olah." If it's something that I can't give as a korban, yeah, Hashem. She It'll be something that will be consecrated and it'll never be allowed to be used for a mundane purpose. Like you won't be able to use it to plow the, the field. Uh, right? I'll bring an ola if it's worth uh, an ola. So next pasuk, pasuk lamibet. So Yiftach was uh, tremendously successful. He, uh, um, as, as Rabbi Wine in his description of the end of the Six Day War, right, he wiped out, he, he chased them out of the, the, the North Golan, the South Golan, the East Golan. The, he just uh, cleared out the whole Golan, right? So uh, this wasn't exactly that place, but similar idea. He, he completely destroyed the, the 20 cities, it says, and, and he pushed them back. He humbled them. He, they were defeated. It was, a, it was a tremendous victory for, for, um, for um, Yiftah, Mitzudat David says that the, the, the 20 cities, there was, there was a, quite a distance. And, and the, so it was a whole wide range of, of a military victory. It wasn't just in a small area. It was a, a distance uh, of, tw- of, of, of uh, so many cities. Okay, so just for a few minutes, let's talk about what happens next. Um, 
ויבוא יפתח המצפה אל ביסו, והנה ביתו יוצאס לקרסו בסופים ובמקולוס. רק כי יחידו אינו ממנו בן אבס. So sure enough, he comes home, and what comes out of his house? His daughter. She comes out in a celebratory with tupim, with drums, and, and you know, and uh, she's dancing, you know, it was, it was a tremendous victory, right? Reminiscent of Miriam uh, and, and, and the women who came out with musical instruments. But now what? Now what happens? When he sees her, he tears his clothes. He, said, he, he says to her, uh, you have brought me to my knees and you have joined those who trouble me. Okay, so that's the first problematic statement. Second problematic statement. He says, I opened my mouth and I've dedicated you to Hashem and I can't undo it. So that's, that's said who? Why couldn't he undo it? Right. So, so um, when we learn Masechus Nadarim, right, when we learn so what's the concept of Hataras Nadarim? So, so there's a little bit of a lumdus, right? We do Erev Yom Kippur or Rosh Hashanah, Hataras Nadarim. What's the concept of Hataras Nadarim? So the Gemara says in Nadarim that, that the Chacham says to the person, if you would have realized the consequences of the neder, would you have made the neder anyway? And the person says, no, of course not. So then the, then the, then the mat neder, and they say, okay, you're absolved from the neder. So when he says, lo uchal ashuv, so that's, that's wrong, that's not correct. Um, Mepharshim point out, he wasn't, he, he wasn't Asni El Ben Kenaz. He wasn't, uh, he wasn't a Talmudic scholar, if I may use the word. He should have asked. That's good. We're going we're gonna to get to that. He, 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 he was wrong when he said, Who said? Said who? Now she was very courageous because she, she just went along with it. Uh, uh, now, uh, so I want to point out something here also, and, and it's going to get very involved, so we'll pick up on it next week. Um, there is a, it, 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 it's brought down out there that Shmuel was a Nazir. Shmuel Novi was a Nazir. Because it says, because uh, Chana uh, sort of said, because Chana says that, that he'll be dedicated to Hashem, so some, some of the Farshim said that he became a Nazir. The Radak is furious about that. The Radak says, can't be. Radak says, what right does Chana have to make Shmuel a Nazir? You want to make yourself a Nazir? That's your business. He says, but well, what right do I have? Right? Ain't Adam Makdish Tavar Shana Shalom. It's a din in the Gemara. That you're not allowed to consecrate something to the base of Migdash that doesn't belong to you. I can't say your cow is a, is a, is a korban to the base of Migdash. That's nice. Uh, I don't have to listen to you. So that's a first Allah. So it's very challenging to understand what went on here. Let's say, okay, let's say, let's say, so, so some of the Farshim say that, that he, didn't even, he meant, really meant the animal. But let's say he meant whatever. Why does she have to listen? Why is she bound by his nidan? It's a very, very, it's a very complex story. And yes, he should have asked the question. So, so uh, I, I want to read you the Madrash. The Madrash Rabbah on Parshas Um 
says this, and, and just give a little insight, and then we'll and we'll stop, and we'll pick up more on this next week. Arba Pasul Benedar. There are four people. This is the Medrash Rabbah at the end of Parshas Kosei. Says there were four people that made Nidara. Okay, Shlosha Shalu Shalokahukan. Three were wrong in doing it. And the Kaddish Baruch responded inappropriately. And he, he says, Eliezer, Ebed Abraham, Shaul, Yiftag, and Kaddish. I'm sorry, you put Shaul before Yiftag, but okay. Eliezer, Shaul, Shalok, Kahugan, Shinemar, Vayad, Ara, Shomari, Leah, Hatina, Chadet. Amalo Akadish Bravo, Ilu Yatsa Shivha Kananis, Ozona, Hayisi Omer, Osoa Khakta Labdachali Yitzla, Vasalo Akadish Bravo, Vizime Lois Rivka. What did Eliezer say? He says, Whichever woman comes out and says, you know, offers the water to the animal, that's the, that's the wife for Yitzla. So Medr says, but what, what, what if a Kanani woman? Was there and the and, and where Avram said specifically not to give a Kanani woman. What if she's the one that would have came out and would have offered the water to so so Eliezer would have been doing so. So the neder he should have made such a neder. So but yet the Kaddish Baruch Hu sent Rivka because the Kaddish Baruch Hu was watching. We had this early in the safer. Kalev said whoever. Fights against um, the city of Kiryas Sefer. Um, he'll become the. He'll marry my my sister. Uh, so Elu Lachada Kenani or Mamza whoever they see no sin lo bitcha maasa Kadosh Baruch Hu zimein lo esachah v'lachada vayilkadas Neil ben Kenas. So what happened? So he told them he 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 sent Asniel ben Kenas, but it could have been a disaster because it could have been some uh, you know um, what do we call them? Um, you know the the army people that are like the low people, not not refuseniks. Um, um, uh, a wall. Not not a wall people. Yeah. What? No, you, you know they're, they're like slaves, uh, mercenaries. Uh, could you know a mercenary could have came forward and said, "I'll fight the war," and then and and, and he would, so Kaddish Baruch Hu protected Kalev and gave Asniel. Shaul, Shaul, Shalok, Kahugan, again, Shaul was by Goliath. He said, whoever defeats Goliath will marry my daughter. So again, again, that was a, that was a dangerous statement to make because, again, it could have been some mercenary that could have came, some Kenani. So, and a Kodesh Baruch was sent David. Now, Yiftach, Shaul, Shalok, Kahugan, Yiftach made a nether inappropriately, Shinemar, he said, whoever comes out of my house will become Lashem. He said, and what if a dog would have came out of the out of the door? You can't give a dog as a korban. You can't give a camel as a you said, you said it's a trefa, a trefa animal. Right, right. Uh, I, I, you would have given that as an ola, as pito. And when he saw her, so he tore his clothes. And here's, here's the tragedy. He could have done Haferes the day. He could have nullified his nadir. How? Pinchas was the god of Lador, and he could have gone to Pinchas. 
Amar, and what did he say? Ani melech. They left Eitzel Pinchas. I'm the king. I'm in charge. I should go to Pinchas. Pinchas Amar ni Kohen Gadol. Uben Kohen Gadol. He left Eitzel Amaretzeh. Should I go? Should I go to this uh, uh, this ignoramus? And Yiftach was. He was. He was wrong. Uh, yeah, Pinchas should have gone. Right. So they, they, they both. They were both. Um, uh, they were both punished later on. But uh, uh, anyway, but. That was the tragedy that she suffered. Right? She suffered because of the indecisions of the father and the, and someone who should have, who was considered the God of the door, who should have known better and should have sent a message. You know, there's a story, and I'm going to conclude with this for tonight. Uh, there's a story later in Navi, right? Uh, the famous story of the, uh, what was his name? Naaman. He was the uh, general of Amon. Actually, I think he was general of Amon, ironically. Uh, anyway, he sent... Um, he had saras, yeah, whatever saras, leprosy, whatever, whatever saras means. And he sent a letter to the king of Israel, or the king of Yehuda, and said, and said, cure me from my saras. So, so the king flips out. He's like, what, what am I supposed to do? So, so um, Elisha, yeah, that's why we like this story. Elisha, who was the navi. Send, it's the famous, uh, it's the famous line. Ain Navi be Israel. Elisha sends a message to the king. So what? 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 All of a sudden, there's no prophets uh, among the Jewish people. Send them to me. You know. Uh, you know. So that's the opposite reaction. Where a, a tenuous situation where the gadol of the door had to react, and Elisha sent a message to the king. Says, "Ain Navi be Israel." He says, "What are you worried about?" Send him to me, and I'll take care of the situation. And he does. Tells him to wash in the in the river. There's a whole story over there. We mentioned Naaman, and I uh, mentioned by Mincha um, saying the Rabbonishola to saying the the prayer for the dream. So we say Naaman uh, We mentioned it in that in that tefillah that we say when we when we do it. Anyway, all right. So that, that's that, that's the controversy about Yifta. We're going to revisit it so next one week. Second, Rabbi Yifta yeah. killed his daughter. No. So so what, what we'll see next week is what ended up happening is he, he put her in seclusion, and 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 she was allowed to be visited, uh, um, you know, se uh, several times, uh, uh, um, a few days a year by her friends. But basically, she was put in seclusion. And, and it's a very complicated story and a very sad story. And it also shows a story when you don't have the right people in the right place. Okay, we'll stop here for tonight. Uh, Mr. Shem, we will continue next Sunday night and we'll talk more on this topic. Thank you. Have a good night. You too.